Good morning. Today is Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. Today is Rosh Chodesh Av, the first day of the month of Av. This begins the period that we refer to as the nine days leading up to Tisha B'Av, the ninth of Av. It is starting today, about which our sages tell us, Mishaniknas Av, Mamatin Basimcha, when the month of Av enters, our joy is reduced, is diminished. And this is a time to um, be a little bit more serious, a little bit less frivolous, uh, to be more in the mood uh, leading up to the themes of Tisha B'Av. We've been discussing this and we will continue to discuss it. Um, but there should be a shift in mood in our behavior uh, starting today. When a Jew faces challenges, we respond with the mitzvos that are applicable to that challenge. We face the challenge of COVID and we respond with the mitzvos that are applicable. As I've mentioned, the mitzvah protecting our health, the mitzvah of not endangering others, following medical advice. Those are priority mitzvos, and it is the appropriate response in this situation. And we respond with prayer. Prayer is always a component, a major component, of our response to anything that is happening, certainly challenging, difficulty, our prayer is response. We pray for the good health of those who are sick, the recovery. We pray for the strength and energy for medical professionals who are treating us. We pray for the success of researchers in finding a cure and a treatment and a vaccine. And we pray to Hashem for help for those who are in need, financially in need, emotionally in need. Prayer is a major part of how we respond to this, to ask Hashem for mercy, for compassion, for forgiveness, and to change the decree under which we are suffering. There has been a suggestion over the last couple of months that there is a specific prayer that we should add to our prayers in response to this epidemic. And that is the prayer of Pitum Haktores. Pitum Haktores is the prayer that is the description of the Ketores. The Ketores are the incense that were offered in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Holy Temple in Yerushalayim, every morning and every evening. It was a mixture of 10 spices mixed together in a very professional way. And the incense was placed on the golden altar every morning and every e evening. It was lit and the smoke would rise up and it gave forth a very beautiful smell. And that was one of the daily rituals in the Beis HaMikdash. And the connection between that ritual and praying for, a, in a time of a plague, 
is actually explicit in the Torah. The Torah says, back in the parsha of Korach, where Korach had rebelled against the Jewish people, and as a result of that, there was a plague taking place. And the Torah says that Aharon, the high priest, Moshe's brother, took pan, a pan fire of incense and offered this incense before Hashem, and that stopped the plague. Says our rabbis in the Medrash, Tanchuma, you see how important and beloved to God is this ritual of offering incense. It was through the offering of this incense that the plague stopped. Seems like kind of a strange connection. It's offering incense is a purely spiritual act. What does that have to do with God ending a plague of a physical disease. The Medrash goes on to say that the word ketores is connected to the Hebrew word kesher, connection, a knot, to tie together. And it means the following, haktores yotzeres es hakesher bein am Yisrael HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The act of offering incense creates or renews a connection, a tie, a knot between the Jewish people and between God. And it is because of the reconnection between God and the Jewish people that the plague comes to an end. So offering Torahs has this ability, this potential to To stop a plague? And here we are in a plague, a pandemic. So we ought to offer ketores. Well, we don't have the ketores. Ketores, this uh, specific ritual of incense, was something that was done only when the Beis Amigdash was standing inside the Beis Amigdash, offered by the Kohen Gadol. We don't have, the, the, we don't have this uh, ritual today. However, what we do have is the ability to recite the prayer. We have the ability to recite the description. And as we've discussed before, in connection with other aspects of prayer, where prayer takes on the role of sacrifices, prayer can take on the role of the incense. Instead of offering them, we say the paragraphs that describe them, and we ask God to accept our saying the words as if we had offered it ourselves. So what's the connection? What's the connection between this ritual action of offering incense to God and leading to the end of a pandemic? According to Rav Yosef Rimon, and this is based on earlier sources as well, it comes from a unique feature in the ingredients. As I mentioned before, the Ketores have 10 spices that are added together in a very specific and expert way in order to create this very high-quality incense. You would expect that something 
that you want to smell nice, the ingredients should also smell nice. And that each of the ten ingredients would be the most beautiful, uh, the most sweet smelling, and then they would mix together to form this symphony of smell that would be a delight to everyone who smells it. But that's not exactly true. Because our sages point out in the Talmud that one of the spices that was offered was a spice called chelbana. Chelbana had a very bitter smell. So it's very strange that chelbana, which has a very bitter smell, would be added to this mixture that is supposed to, in its final product, have a very sweet smell. One could only imagine that if the final product smelled sweet in spite of the chelvana, how much better would it be without that foul smell added to it? And our sages give the following reason why specifically this spice, chelvana, that has a bitter smell, a negative smell, why was it added to the group? And it had to be added. Our rabbis express it in the following words. Kol Tanis. Anytime there is a fast day where the Jewish people are crying out to God for mercy because of a famine or an illness or some other crisis or catastrophe. Kol Tanis Miposhe Yisrael. Any fast day that does not include within it among those who are praying sinners, Enotanis. It's not going to be an effective fast day. If it's only righteous people that have, that approach God at a time of crisis, but those who are not righteous, those who are sinful, are not also included, then that prayer will not be accepted by God. The proof of this is that chelbana, the spice chelbana, had a bad smell. Umana kosav im samamane ktores. But it is listed among the required ingredients for ktores. And here our sages are teaching us a very important rule. When there is a magefa, when there is a plague, when there is a crisis, and we want to pray to God, and we want God to avert this decree, we must start with making sure that we are connecting every single Jew to each other. That's the first step. If it's only a few righteous Jews on their own, in their own corner, praying to God, that doesn't move God when something affects the entire world or the entire community. God wants to see that Jews are reaching out and including every single person. The people we think of as pious, the people we think of as not so pious. And let's just be very clear. Do we really know who is pious and who is not pious? What it means to include everyone is to lose our judgmentalism. 
is to lose our fractionalism, is to lose our divisions into us and them. We do it right and the others do it wrong. That's what we have to get rid of. What we have to do in order to approach God at a time of a national or international emergency is to remove the divisions between different groups of Jews and to gather together every single Jew, every single component, every single type of Jew. Because remember, why I might think that what I do is right and what someone else does is wrong, Every single Jew is God's child. And God wants his children to be united. This is similar, by the way, to the line with which we start Yom Kippur. Even before Kol Nidre, at the very beginning of Yom Kippur at night, we say that by permission of the human court, by permission of the heavenly court, Anumatirin, we declare it permissible to pray together with sinners. Everyone has to be together on Yom Kippur because we approach God as a klal, as a klal Yisrael, as an am, as a people. And every single member of that people must be included. And the deeper lesson of this is that God's presence does not rest on any individual Jewish person, Jewish or non-Jewish. The promise of God's presence is to rest on Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people. But that requires the entire Jewish people to be united. And it's only when the Jewish people, when we have joined together, with those that we admire and those that we do not yet admire, with those with whom we agree and those with whom we do not agree, with those who we look up to and those who we do not look up to for whatever reason. But it's only when we are all able to gather together and to respect each other and to act each other with civility, only then, when the Jewish people is connected, then God can rest his presence on the entire Jewish people. What offering the Torah does by including the Chalbana and what reciting the prayer of Torah does for us when we recite it, including the Chalbana, is it binds together the entire Jewish people. And it's a result of that binding together, of that respect that we show to every single Jew, regardless of observance, regardless of uh, philosophical outlook, regardless of connection. But if we include and connect ourselves to every single Jew, that is what brings God closer to us. And that is what it is possible to allow for God to avert the decree. Some of us may have this practice of adding this prayer at the end of our prayers every day and they are praiseworthy. Others of us may not have this specific practice, but the concept that underlies it is applicable to every single one of us, especially starting today. Today starts the day when we are of diminished joy, 
because of the Pirud, because of the infighting among Jews throughout history. The Talmud is clear, and I hope to share it with you a little bit later. It is the infighting among Jews that led to the destruction of the Temple. And it is only when we seek to include the Chalbana and bring everyone together with this attitude that it only every single Jew together that creates the most beautiful smell before God. Only with that attitude will we be able to pray to God for the merit of the Ketores. My friends, we begin this challenging period but it is not hopeless. We have things to work on. We have hopefulness if we go about things the right way. And the message of Ktores should underlie our mood during this time. Let's look for ways to include every Jew, to respect every Jew, to want to be together with every Jew, regardless of how similar or different they are to us. That binding together of all Jews, that's what God wants. That is what God is asking for. And it is to that that we pray God will respond. My friends, have a great day. As we enter this period, I hope for you and for me that the interior part of this period, the interior mood that we're supposed to have will be meaningful to us and that we will look for ways to bind together the Jewish people. Have a wonderful day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.